0: Hey folks, welcome to a podcast about Catholic themes. This is Eric, the Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here
1: with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Uh, It's been
0: a crazy two weeks.
1: It has been.
0: And, I don't know, no one was prepared for what would happen, you know? We're on our way to church, and I see Taylor Marshall announcing at Father uh, Frank Pavone... Not has been banned or his ministry taken away. He's been laicized.
1: He's been defrocked. Yeah, it's, it's like
0: this wow, it's like, go
1: nuclear on the guy. I, I mean, that's that's like, I I almost think that for a priest to be defrocked, what went you know as a penalty when he's not asking for it? Yeah, I know there's priests that say, hey, this this I thought this would be the life for me, but it's not really, and and they work out a laicization arrangement. Yeah. Um but as a penalty I think that for a priest to be defrocked is actually a bigger deal than for somebody to be excommunicated.
0: Yeah, I get it. I mean so, I, I know but, it
1: sounds odd to say that.
0: Um but the thing is in the uh in the interview with Taylor Marshall, Father Pavone says that he believes that's the next step.
1: Yeah, that's, that's what they're going to do next if, because he's going to continue his ministry. And here's the interesting thing. Now that he's been defrocked, he doesn't owe priestly obedience to any bishop anywhere.
0: That's what I keep thinking.
1: Now it's, it, it is a really bad thing because here's a man who, who has probably for the majority of his life at this point has has said mass every day, yeah. and and just think about like being like told you can't do that anymore. I mean, yeah. Think, I mean, you can imagine somebody who's who's a daily communicant going to mass and right. receiving holy communion every day, but for a priest who says mass every day and then like all of a sudden, nope, no more.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's
1: like that. So I don't, I don't mean. So I, I guess I just you know bring that up because even though we look at it and we say, "Hey, now you've got some freedom that you didn't have before," um, yeah. I can imagine Father Provone say say you know like receiving such a comment with with a, a certain like eye roll, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know. I mean because that that that's the the ultimate thing. That's the thing that a priest does is, uh, to say mass. I mean, the other sacraments, yes,
1: but to to say mass,
0: us physically. And suddenly he's there. And as a priest, you're, you're the one that's happening through. And all of a sudden it's just Mm -hmm. stolen from you. I, yeah, the whole thing is just so frustrating. Um, and it seems like it's out of left field, but I, I don't know. To me, this is like, okay, now all you Pope-splainers, do you get it? Do you get it yet? Not
1: only Pope-splainers, but Bishop-splainers.
0: Bishop-splainers, you know, Here's yeah. the thing.
1: it's n- I, I don't believe, in this particular case, I don't believe that this is a, a thing where Father Pavone has been uh, a troublemaker for... Pope Francis, for example.
0: Probably not
1: for Pope Francis specifically, but... And then Pope Francis says, oh, okay, wait, i got to deal with him. I don't think that's what this is because, uh, you know, I mean...
0: But he's already... He hasn't everybody's been, saying it. He that.
1: hasn't been calling out Pope Francis. Right. You know what I mean? He, he's just... His ministry has been going to priests and saying, here's how you present a solid anti-abortion pro-life message to your parishionals. Here's what you need to tell them about. Now, now, okay, maybe the Pope a little bit annoyed at, at some of the, Hey, you can't vote for pro-abortion candidates, that kind of stuff. But I don't even think the Pope is like specifically aware of that aspect of him.
0: You don't think other so.
1: than his own bishops, his own bishop and some of the
0: other U S bishops complaining about him. I don't know. I don't, and I don't know how much it matters. I mean, it tells us who well, Pope Francis is, though. No matter what, yeah. It because he did this, whether yeah, whether Pope he's Francis the is
1: the one who did it,
0: yeah. And you know, call it what you want. If you want to, you know, go with the infiltration thing, or uh, or the church has gone, whatever. Um these people who who go through life and, and and think that there's nothing very, very alarming going on in the church, you gotta get your heads out of your butts.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: This is this is really big. Well you know, here here's what
1: I here's what came to my mind and and, and maybe you can call this providence like God just sort of giving me um something to allow me to to keep faith i and not not that i am close to not keeping faith but mm-hmm. um i you know i i read through the i read through the bible i've got this this um sort of bible in a year thing I just finished over the last few you know days couple of weeks um the book of Jeremiah and it, it's like it struck me as i like i read a certain part of jeremiah that morning and then heard about father pavone and it's like wow the parallels are um amazing in terms of the overall situation because jeremiah was the prophet who god was calling to speak to the kings in starting with josiah who was actually a good king but he was the last of the good kings he And then his uh, two sons, and then the final, which uh, either his son or his grandson, I'm not sure which, but Zedekiah was the last king of the kingdom of Judah before Nebuchadnezzar from Babylon came and and destroyed Jerusalem and, and took the Jews away and exiled them. And Jeremiah was, he wasn't saying, hey, turn from your ways and everything will become good. He was saying, hey, the punishment is coming because of all the evil you've done. And he was basically being canceled. I mean, we, we would put it in modern terms yeah. as being canceled. I don't think that it's either untoward or a hyperbole to say that Father Pavone is kind of a modern-day Jeremiah, with Pope Francis being sort of King Zedekiah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know what God has in store. God has something in store. Obviously, God's going to protect and preserve his church. Now, here's the thing. God allowed the, the Jews, uh, the kingdoms of Israel and, and Judy, Judah, um, to go on in their evil ways for, uh, years, for, you know, hundreds of years, but, you know, through multiple reigns of kings and so forth. Um, doing evil things. I mean, the big thing that God brought up again and again was burning incense to false gods, basically idolatry. Yeah. Well, ours is not that far from, we're sacrificing our children to a false god, basically with this sin of abortion.
0: And we're bringing false gods into the Vatican.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, the whole stupid Pachamama thing and, and everything going on there. So, um, but the thing is, what what we did, we ourselves kind of destroyed the temple, so to speak. Um, I mean, you could say, okay, God allowed this to go on for a long time with the, the Jewish people before he said, okay, that's it, enough. King Nebuchadnezzar, you're going to come and you're going to destroy Jerusalem and you're going to take these people away. All right, so there were multiple generations there. In our case, it's kind of I mean I know that that a infiltration that there was probably some kind of um acceptance of of something less than perfect within the church at the highest levels maybe going back to the earliest uh, like 20th maybe late 19th centuries I don't know you're
0: talking like Paul the sixth and John III and... I, well no
1: I'm talking like like you know even like Leo the 13th maybe I don't know Okay. You know, in terms of like efforts to infiltrate the church, you know, like like Taylor Marshall's book goes back a couple hundred years. It's not just in the last, you know, seventy years. Mm-hmm. But when we look at Paul the Sixth and from Paul the Sixth onward, what do we have? We have the destruction of the Mass. Yeah. Now, okay, God let his people, the is you know, the Israelites, the kingdom of judah and israel go on for a long time before he came in and said that's it he cleaned house got them all out of there left a remnant and then later like hundreds of years later put it in some king's heart to bring them back to their land and restore the temple and so on and so forth but this we're now we're talking about his like the mystical body of christ the church i don't think god's going to wait as long for that as he did for the Jews. I think something is coming soon. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I I don't get to dictate or understand the timelines of God. It will not destroy my faith if I'm wrong about this. But I'm thinking that, uh, you know, that Pope Francis is not in the position of like the first king of the Jews after King Solomon that went really bad, I think Pope Francis is a little bit more like in the position of Zedekiah, who was, you know, the king, basically the last king of the kingdom of Judah that, that Nebuchadnezzar came and, and he was the last destroyed. of the
0: bad Kings. He was the last of the bad of the Kings the and good. the
1: last of the Kings before the Babylonian exile.
0: Yeah.
1: And because I think of maybe Paul the sixth as the first of the bad Kings. Yeah. And even if, even if like, uh, like for example, King Josiah was a good king. It was under him that the, um, that the high priest, I forget his name, rediscovered the law and brought it to Josiah. And Josiah said, Hey, we haven't been doing this. We've got to be doing this. And, and tried to turn the kingdom back to God. Well, it was kind of too late. The people didn't want to accept it. And when Josiah died, his sons just went right back to, the, the idolatrous practices. And I kind of think maybe, you know, maybe Pope Benedict is, is sort of like the Josiah. If you take that whole timeline of the Israelites and compress it to within one generation of the church, you can kind of see a parallel there. And then Pope Francis is Zedekiah. And people like Father Frank Pavone are the Jeremiah's that are being canceled by the church itself?
0: But I wonder during this time, where there were there groups of people, were there groups of Jews who were saying, "Hey, uh, as a nation, we're, we're doing the wrong things."
1: I gotta think there were, for a couple of reasons. First of all, God, you know, he he, it, it, God, even when he was saying, "You're done." You're, even if you repent now, you're not going to turn my heart from my decision to destroy you. Even then, God was saying, but I will bring you back. Yeah. And even when the Jews were exiled, uh, even when Nebuchadnezzar came and take, took all the Jews away, God left a remnant. I mean, they, that remnant suffered because it's like the whole area became a wasteland,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but he left a remnant. So I got to think that, yeah, there were people like just, just like there are in the church today.
0: Yeah. Vegan. But, but and...
1: I, I mean, I guess my hope, <laughs> my hope more than my belief <laughs> is that because the, we're talking about the, the body of Christ here, the mystical body of Christ, not just a nation that God has, has chosen to be his heritage, that things are going to go faster. That God's not going to let us languish as long as He let the Jews languish before He cleaned that house.
0: Well, uh the other question is what What will cleaning the house look like? It's probably not going to be pretty.
1: It's not going to be I I know that that is that's what I'm really like wondering because is it going to be I mean we've talked about how you know abortion is Sort of the, the the, battle line,
0: yeah. Right. I mean we we've, we've well, said it over it and over again. Back. I know. A, a years is ago. Is it
1: going to become a thing where okay, it's the church and those who are righteous against the rest of the world, or is the battle line going to even exist within the church in a post-Francis world?
0: It, it it right now. It feels like, like it, it's going to be within is. the church. Yeah, it's already in yeah. the church. It seems. I um, know
1: that's and it's like okay, wow. I would really hate to be on the wrong side of that battle line.
0: Well, there's a, a couple things here. Number one, and I I actually I've been thinking about this, and I'm trying to th- think of how to draw it out into a longer podcast. Is there's a degree of separation. That happens, um, and it's been happening for a while, and it's getting worse and worse.
1: Between what?
0: Between how you live your life and the sins that are happening because of how you live your life. You know, as oh. a as a uh, in in colonial America, if if you owned a plantation, you had slaves. And it was pretty much right there in your face. But even if you lived in the north and bought cotton from the south, you knew that yeah, where that was coming from. And, and I mean, the
1: south was agrarian; the north was industrial. And the even north to, produced uh, textiles that required cotton from the
0: south. Even the abolitionists realized how they are taking part in the sin by doing business well, with them. And avoided and, uh, and it. Even Some consider anyway.
1: the, the somebody in the South. Um, I, I, I mean, I think maybe Thomas Jefferson might be an example of this. Um, I think he had a plantation. I think he owned slaves.
0: Yeah.
1: He was against the slave trade, though. But what he had, he had from his family. Now, what to do with that? He could say... You're all free, but then what? I mean, it, it's kind of like kicking your dog out the door and say, "Hey, you're free. You don't have to live here anymore." Well,
0: your dog will be dead within a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> did you did you ever see the taxi where Jim won uh, a horse race? He he bet a bunch of money on a horse race and he won like a thirty to one shot, and he had all this money.
1: <laughs> Jim is Christopher Lloyd, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, they're, they're okay. druggy. So they like, you know, ask him what he's like. Oh, I don't have any of the money left. And apparently he went out and bought the horse that won the race. And they're like, well, where's the horse now? And he brings it into the taxi hub. And they're like, well, what are you going to do with a horse in New York City? And he takes the saddle off and smacks it on the butt and says, go on, you're free. (laughs) And sends it out into the streets of New York. It was one of the funniest episodes ever. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like,
1: you know exactly what I'm saying,
0: then. Yeah. Um, if you're against the slave trade, even freeing a slave isn't necessarily... It's not helping the cause, and it might not even be helping those specific slaves, who at the yeah, time might have in had trouble it's like, getting yeah. employment. Not that It's like Satan has managed it, to
1: but, concoct like these traps for you.
0: If I go out and stop buying stuff made in China, am I <laughs> really Yeah, I don't there's no way to. Yeah. I'm contributing to slavery every day.
1: Mhm. But you go broke if you don't. And then your family starves and and yeah. you know, it's like it's like you were telling me the other day, it's like you know, okay, that bracket, simple bracket to to hold a um, part of a machine, it it's like, what was it like? Like, oh
0: yeah, it was like twenty five cents
1: for it. Like, if you got the ones that were happened to be made in China, but if you wanted to buy the ones that that you could get that were made in America, it was what twelve bucks or something like that. It was twenty five ridiculous. Yeah, it was yeah, 20, even more. <laughs>
0: twenty five bucks. So but a, here's what sucks: the twenty five dollar ones are the same ones. They just bought oh, them they in just China marked them up? and marked them up that much. Oh
1: well, that's not even that. okay. I know, but, that. that's that's not even a conflict.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's just things like that. But but you're yeah. right. There's something okay. You can I can buy it for a quarter from China, or I could buy it for twenty five dollars from America. Nobody can do that, and that's yeah. the way the system has been set up. It's insane, and we have this degree of separation where we don't think about the sins that we're taking part in. And if you go back and listen to our podcasts, one thing we've said over and over again, everything, all of these uh, issues that the left clamor about, they are all about abortion. Everything comes yeah. back to abortion. And as you said, that is the line. But Have I really not crossed the line? You know?
1: I know. I mean, it's like, okay.
0: Amazon is is telling their uh, workers if you want to get an abortion, we'll take you to a state that will allow it. And I'm shopping at Amazon. And they're keeping their workers so that they can abort the babies and keep the worker. Because they don't want Mm -hmm. their workers taking nine months off to raise babies. Instead, they want them working. Or
1: can you find a job at a place whose insurance doesn't include elective abortion right i mean maybe if you're lucky enough to be one of those few who gets a job with uh you know ave maria radio or ewtn or something like that okay good for but you but for the masses that that's not even possible
0: yeah and we've we've set up this system where we can pretend that we're removed from all that. Well, I it's abortion's not an issue. I would never have an abortion. My kids would never have an abortion. Therefore I'm pro-life. And that's all that has to happen in order for me to be pro-life is to yeah, never have an abortion. Yeah. yeah. Feel <laughs> pro-life, but it's like, whoa, wait a minute. You're taking part in abortion, whether you know it or not. When, when you're, when you're, uh, going on about the environment you're taking on you're taking part in abortion when you're when you're doing any of the work on the left you're taking part but you're still taking a part when you're not doing that work just by just participating in life you it's there we are contributing to it whether we like it or not and that's one of the things that have changed but when you say there will be a mass, a uh, line drawn, even within the Catholic Church, I think that line has been there for a long time, and I think oh, it's Francis been longer than yeah pretends to be on one side of it so that a whole bunch of Catholics can say no. See, he's really pro-life. Well, no, he's not. He never was. He goes on about the well, Mother Earth. He he, and he he
1: appointed that that woman that. Yeah. rabidly pro-abortion woman like to like the board of the Pontifical like, right Academy for Life or whatever it is. I, I I don't even know the the exact titles
0: of the yeah um, organizations, but yeah, he's like, got all kinds of things like that, and I don't care well, you what you know. He it's says, kind of funny. He's not like, pro-life.
1: The few things he said about abortion, he like like the one thing he said a few times that is kind of interesting he likened it to hiring a hitman, yeah um, and the more I look at his actions, the more i I kind of seem to think that okay, when he's saying that he's not saying that strictly speaking as a full condemnation of abortion, rather that rather he's just giving a sort of um, he's given a schema for the application of guilt or, or blame or fault when it comes to abortions. Yeah. Um, So when, like if I go out and and raise, you know, some money and hire a guy to, to kill somebody, you know, for whatever reason, let's say it's the, I don't know, the, 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 the doctor who, who didn't save my son from cancer or something like that. So I have the doctor killed. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, hold on a what's second.
0: That? Hold on. You back? Yeah. Sorry, I hung up. But um, no, that's fine. Yeah, it was, things going okay. Okay, I don't get it because she's got. We just had this long talk about the snow. If there's not any yeah, snow out that. there, there's
1: none out there right now.
0: Right, but where she is at uh, Mercy or at uh, Good Sam Hospital, she said it's like a blizzard. Wow.
1: So that's weird. That's like a a weird like. Line this is Dent, of yeah. Difference.
0: Not wow. not not Clifton Dent.
1: Oh, and Dent. Yeah. Good and Dent. Okay. So we're uh, talking about. You are ten probably minutes. Probably going to get it. I, I, Dent it must is, be. is
0: west of you. Yeah, it must be like it's probably going to start any minute now. I guess five minutes. Yeah. So wow. I don't know. They're gonna. Is she don't. I mean, is she okay? It's, They just took her back. There's not many people there, so we'll see what they say. They haven't decided anything yet. All right. Um, You were in the middle of a thought. uh,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about... Let's see, you were talking about people like, like that being removed that separation. 40%. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, with the Pope Francis. He likened abortion to like hiring a hitman. Yeah. By the way, if you I, hire I a I'm man. gonna apologize to our listeners up front. Uh I'm gonna be chatty tonight because I had a bottle of wine before oh, we recorded.
0: Crap. I knew it. N- not I a full knew bottle. It. I knew you it. You knew it. Yes.
1: Not a full bottle. It's I shared a bottle with my wife, but what that means is she drinks a glass and a half and I drink the rest. Yeah. Anyway. But here's the this is this is actually so Pope Francis talked about abortion he likened it to hiring a hitman multiple times. But think about like if I go hire a hitman to kill a doctor because I don't like the, the outcome of the doctor's, you know, Operation on my you know, one of my children say something like that. Whatever. It doesn't really matter the reason. There's the uh kind of the immediate cause of the doctor's death, the immediate crime of the murder, which is the hitman, and then there's the principal cause of the murder, which is the greater fault, the greater blame, which is me who hired the hitman. Now, both are mortal sins. But there's a difference in level of, of blameworthiness and uh, the intentionality of the evil. Now, I almost think that when Pope Francis is bringing this up, it's not because he's saying the women who go out and, and have abortions are like, we really need to see the evil in what they do and get women not to commit that evil. It's almost like he's saying, don't be so hard on the doctors.
0: You know, yeah, I think you're right. I think, uh, yeah, he's protecting the medical industry and the people that he hires for all these, you know, I don't know what these cabinets, Vatican cabinets, you know, uh, mm-hmm. advisors yeah. and stuff. It's it's crazy. Um,
1: but like, hey, they're just doing what people pay them to do.
0: And But, you know, it... I I got a question. What about about the restaurant owner who knows that his place is a place frequented by mafia members, and it's a place where hitmen pick up contracts? Oh, great. Where is his place in all this?
1: Yeah. And And he looks the other way. What level of blameworthiness does he share?
0: and as a country when we've made it possible for abortion clinics to exist and we don't take positive steps to get rid of them other than voting once a year what where's our level of blame
1: well you see that's that's i mean i think that's why your uh it's kind of funny i mean if you've really been thinking about wanting to do a podcast on that that separation of yeah. how you live versus how you live affects everything I think this is a really good time to bring that up because the answer is actions like Father Frank Pavone. Yeah. That's what makes you pro-life. Not the fact that you don't go get an abortion, but the fact that regardless of how you live, you're actively campaigning against abortion. Yeah. Whether if... it's sidewalk counseling to, to try to talk women out of it individually or political work to, to try to to pass state laws to prohibit abortions or whatever, it's not enough to say, well, I don't do it, therefore it's not a moral problem for me. Right. It's going on, and everything you do in society is contributing to it. You have to work against it.
0: Yeah, and and Frank Pavone was one of the few people who understood this.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing. Our bishops don't, and the really scary thing and, and the thing that brings me back to the mindset of Jeremiah and King Zedekiah, I don't think the bishops care. Yeah. It's like I've said before, the bishops are more bothered that abortion makes it awkward for them to support the Democrat Party than they are that abortion is killing babies.
0: I think that's where most of this is. That and possibly money that uh, Priests for Life receives, I think... I don't, I don't think it's that much, but I think maybe the bishops think it's a bigger deal and that they should have that money or a part of it. They should have. (laughs) I I gotta wonder if that's part of this.
1: I, I Timothy Gordon and his wife like launched this. This uh, I don't know if you heard like his, his couple of podcasts afterwards. Um, they they've got this thing like hashtag. Not one more penny. Oh
0: yeah, not one more penny. Yeah, if you're not, if you don't at least do something like that, then you're saying go yeah. ahead, cancel Father Pavone. Well, I'm thinking not only
1: not one more penny, but I'm going to write to my bishop and say, hey, all the money that I would put in my basket at Sunday mass
0: is now going instead.
1: To I'm going to write a check to priests for life.
0: You know. There's also. And some, then
1: because I have a requirement to support the priests, I'm just going to hand Father a $50 gas card every
0: week or something like that. Yeah. There's a little bit of context here that people mm-hmm. ought to understand. Um, Frank Pavone, Father Pavone started Priest for Life in, let's see, 1993. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that year's kind of a big deal because it, it's the year after the Protestant approach to fighting abortion fell apart. Oh, uh huh. Um, 1992 was the year that they had the great big, you know, it was Operation Rescue at its height. And it, right. remember it happened in Buffalo, New York, and, mm-hmm. um, people from all over the country went there. And had a great big rescue mission. They go into the abortion clinics, sit down, and don't let abortions take place there until they've all been arrested and rounded up. Well, they had enough people, and they made such a big deal of it. They said no abortions in Buffalo, New York today, period.
1: For a day. One day.
0: Yep. So the clinics did not know. I think there were like eight clinics, um, six or eight. Wow, they that's didn't a lot know. Of yeah, that is a lot. Cause there's only one here in Cincinnati. Yeah. There used to be more, but actually, I, I gotta say, I, they've been shut down and I don't know mm-hmm. if you would con, if you would say that, uh, it was the rescue missions or if it's the little helpers mass, but. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I think it's both. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> you, I mean you can't discount the little helper's mass, right? I think more than the rescue missions is the sidewalk counseling. That's where you get individual women, and then what happens is the abortion clinics. I mean they, th- I mean it's a monetary thing for them. I mean I know for the Democrats it's it's a satanic thing, a yeah. diabolical thing, but for the clinics themselves it's a monetary thing, and if yeah. they don't have the business, they'll shut down.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, they went to Buffalo. They swarmed. The clinics didn't know where they were going to show up and when. And they would split up, and they'd go to one clinic. And then, mm-hmm. as the police were there clearing them out, a bunch of them went to another clinic. And yeah. I think they did effectively shut down abortions for that day. And I think you can follow through, and you'll find a couple of people who are alive today because of it. Yeah. Um Probably. Probably but,
1: more than a car. I mean, you might, maybe as many as a dozen. I don't you know.
0: know but. but the thing is, that was the big final showdown, so to speak, because normally what happens in those rescues is they would arrest you, you go downtown, they process you, kick you out, and you come back later with uh, to court and either get a fine or some kind of judgment against you. That's what right. happens.
1: But this was the big betrayal.
0: Yeah, this they spent uh 2 or 3 weeks in jail and these were all mothers and fathers and people mm-hmm. who had worked next didn't expect
1: day. to be away from their families for that long.
0: Right. And because of that, it, it just they could never get the momentum again after that to to really mm-hmm. do it. And so a lot of the Protestant leaders in this uh movement just kind of I mean, they didn't drop out, but there was less for them to do, and eventually they did nothing. And right. meanwhile, uh, Priest for Life starts. You know, the next year, and mm-hmm. here's part of the problem. During the rescue mission era, we were begging the Catholic Church to at least preach about abortion, do something. Yeah, don't just e- turn your it's back on verbal. us. Just
1: verbal. Support the efforts to stop
0: abortions, and they did nothing. Yeah, it was it was insane the way they were so. Vicky sent me pictures of the snow. Holy cows! It's snowing. Oh well. <laughs> oh, where you are? Yeah, no, where oh, where she is? Where she is? Right down yeah, the street. Okay. It's still not. Oh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Now I'm seeing a little bit of snow now. Yeah, it'll a little come bit. In fast. Not much. But um, anyway, it it was like. All of the bishops, most of the priests, were just embarrassed of us, and wanted yeah. nothing to do with us. Father Frank, Frank, Father Frank Pavone, was the beginning of the change for that, and mm-hmm. getting priests involved in the pro-life movement. That with things like the Helpers Mass, which is uh, you you go to a church close to a clinic. Um, they say mass, they go down and do a rosary in front of the clinic and then go back for like benediction or something, and then you go home. you do it once a week. Yeah, extremely effective. I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but really, we do know why <laughs> because God is part of it and the Catholic Church yeah. is part of it. and if if all the priests started doing this, I think abortion would be ended in America.
1: Gosh, if a, if the bishops would get on to Frank Pavone's Father Frank Pavone's, I'm going to keep calling him Father.
0: Yeah, I am too.
1: Um, if the bishops would get onto to Father Pavone's agenda, his his way of doing things, his his sense of urgency of the problem of abortion, yep. we would have eradicated abortion.
0: Yeah. You and know, we the, could
1: be then turning to other things that they want to spend all their time talking about, what a, the environment, race, yeah. whatever.
0: You know, that's another thing I wanted to all lesser things. bring up. Um, is, And it has more to do with this degree of separation between us and the real sin. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about abortion so nonchalantly. And when you're Protesting abortion. Um, I, every now and then something clicks. And. Either the, the pictures. Of the dead babies. Or something. Suddenly makes you realize. What's really going on. They're mm-hmm. actually killing babies. In that building. Not just yeah. killing them violently. Tearing yeah. them to pieces. And and you get caught up in it. But there are certain people. Like Father Pavone. Who live in that realization. He can't step out of that. Yeah. And he can't do anything but fight it. And mm-hmm. we should be grateful that there are people like that. And we should pray. Because all of us should be like yeah, that. Yeah, all of us should be. Especially our damn bishops. Yeah.
1: Yeah, our bishops more than us, really, should be like that. It's, it's
0: so frustrating uh, you know, I mean, the newest world word for all of this is clown world because, but you know, guys like you and I who who were raised in the grassroots parts of these movements have been seeing the clown world for years and years. Finally, some people are starting to take notice, and it's like, well, yeah. this is crazy. This doesn't even make sense. And we're like, yeah, we know it doesn't make sense. We've been saying it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Wake up, people! But Frank Pavone did that early on and mm-hmm. now he's been laicized. And I know there's people, you know, uh, when they were talking about it, my son was like, well, why did they laicize him? And it's like, you can talk about saying GD on Twitter or showing people a picture of reality. Um, that's not why he was laicized. No. I'm not even going to get into discussion of whether or not I excuse or accept or uh refuse any, any of his, his actions. actions right whatever no, that's
1: the, the point is that's not the reason
0: the reason he's got
1: that's, that's the thing we need to realize
0: yeah and and don't give into this conversation about what he did who cares what he did that's not why he's gone he's gone no. because the bishops didn't like the reminder of how sinful they are, and they didn't like yeah. the laity being reminded of how sinful they are just this by their is, inaction.
1: This is Jeremiah being put in the stockades. Yeah, that's what it is. That, I, and I don't even think it's a hyperbole to say that.
0: Right. Yeah. And these these bishops are wolves in sheep's clothing. Plain and simple. Mm. Every one of them who's not rallying around Father Frank, Father Pavone, yeah. Any is, any
1: bishop who is not rallying for Father Pavone is you know shouldn't certainly shouldn't be getting any of your money, but shouldn't be getting any of your. um respect. I mean, you've got to respect the office, but you should also be seeing him as, oh wow, he's a man who is violating the office.
0: Yeah.
1: That's how you should see a bishop if he's not rallying for Father Pavone right now.
0: Just an evil guy. And and the masks are off now. And certainly our Pope has shown his face. And we know what the face is. He's no longer a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's a wolf in wolf's clothing. He's a
1: wolf in wolf's clothing.
0: <laughs> we know yes. what he is now. This shows There's you. No, dis- no more discussion
1: about that. So, the only question is what to do about it. Because we are faithful. We're sons of the church. We understand and accept the power uh, structure, the uh, the the juridical structure that, that Christ established in his church.
0: Right. Uh, oh. We have
1: to live according to it, but oh, for heaven's sakes, yeah. those who you know, like like God has said, I don't want your circumcision of the flesh; I want circumcision of your hearts. Yeah, for those who don't have that, who I, I mean, I, yeah. I think what is coming for them is even worse than what came for the Jews under King Nebuchadnezzar.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what, by the way, if, I mean, you're hearing me talk about certain things that happened in the history of the pro-life movement, and to get a better perspective of that, you might go back to a couple of our podcasts, um, and I think this was back when we were first talking about Roe v. Wade being overturned. Uh, One is pro-life versus anti-abortion and the explanation you've never heard. That was in yeah. March, March, twenty twenty two. Yeah, and then the unsung heroes of a, of the abortion war. That was in May of this year. Uh, there's a lot of history in those about and and a good understanding of how the real pro life movement happens, especially in the nitty gritty in the cities and people like Frank Pavone. Doing more for the movements than places like uh, you know Forty Days for Life, whatever the, the oh, Right yeah. to Life and Forty
1: Days, the 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 highway signs thing, yeah, the,
0: yeah, That's, which I'm I not mean, against. We, it's I just, mean, we
1: were all participated in those as kids. You know, yeah. our, our mom took us to those as a but that was like the frosting part of it,
0: right? It, it goes much deeper than that, and. <clears throat> In order to understand this correctly, I think, uh, I think influencers should have a better understanding of the history of the pro-life movement. I think they would yeah. do well to get a better grasp on that. But, um, but I just don't know. know what-
1: I, I really, I still think that, I mean, I, I, I think of Paul VI as like, the the initial of I mean, maybe John the twenty third I don't know of but the initial of like the evil kings of the kingdom of like initially it was still yeah. a, a uh, united kingdom under King Solomon but then you know his sons um, had you know couldn't get along and stuff like that and, and eventually the kingdom split but. I think of Paul the 6 as like the initial of the evil kings because of the new mass.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think
1: that because of the new mass that that Satan has been permitted to to bring so much evil into the world. And now we're like drawing up the battle lines and guess what? The battle lines with regards to abortion within the church Almost exactly match the battle lines with regards to the mass, yeah. Doesn't it? It's yeah, it it's does. eerie.
0: And you know, um, yeah, and, I, and and it seems like maybe something's coming. I don't know. I hope something's coming. But you know, yeah. uh, aside from that, it's like you got John the twenty third and Paul the sixth who give us the new mass. Um, mm-hmm. Between that time and. 2011. There are, I mean the, the the amount of destruction within the church is so great. the 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 pedophile priests, the gay mm-hmm. uh, priests. I mean, let's face it, sodomy took over the church during that era. It yeah. wasn't until 2011 when there be there just started to be some pushback. That was the year that. Uh, Pope Benedict corrected the words of consecration in the oh, English right. mass.
1: The new, the new, I, and I know you and I will disagree on this, but yeah, but yeah, that regardless of the validity of those masses, uh, the appropriateness of the fittingness of the translation, yeah, and and this is even you know taking the the Novus Ordo. I I you know I right. still think the Novus Ordo itself is. Is a, a travesty, uh, uh, yeah. As I do. Expression of the mass, but, I do
0: too. But I think but it yeah, gave us a little bit of a little mm-hmm. bit of vitality to right. where those tiny and, little. And that's why
1: I think it's it, and, it, and it is so weird, right? Because it's like, I mean, if you think of the high priest under Josiah who rediscovered the law, and under Pope Benedict we reformed. At least in the English world, the translation according to the real mass, uh, the the real normative mass at the time, um, and now we're we're at Pope Francis. Well, Pope Francis would not have done that. If Pope Benedict had not done it, we would never have a hope for that under Pope
0: Francis. And the thing is that it was, um, I think that that event in 2011 gave the church just enough grace to really start the TLM movement. Yeah. And now that we've this things back into swing. I think things are rolling now and I, I don't think the bishops can stop it. I don't think the Pope can stop it.
1: But here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a a sort of dividing line within the church that like you and I would look at the church, would look at Christ's plan, and we would say it would be, it, it is better. It is it is more fitting to God's will and more in conformity to God's will if there are a few Christians who are willing to undergo persecution and death and they are persecuted and killed than it is if there are many Christians Unwilling to undergo persecution and
0: death, yeah,
1: and that's what scares the big jabbers out of me. Yeah, I know because it's because like, it's,
0: it's if we it comes would be called it, which side will
1: I fall on? I mean, okay, I'm not afraid of death, but I'm afraid of all the pains that those martyrs had to undergo before right. death.
0: Uh, yeah, especially if you read the lives of the martyrs and what they did go through, it's it's yeah. absolutely frightening, and knowing. The way that our families would be affected by these things, um hmm.
1: that's harder than undergoing it yourself, isn't it?
0: yeah, so it yeah, it's scary, but so, yeah, I mean,
1: that's my point is that it's okay how God will resolve this in some way, but he may resolve it in such a massive persecution of the church, if the church itself at the highest levels turns around, then the church is suddenly gonna become the enemy of the whole world, yeah. Okay, what's that yeah, going to look will. like for us Christians in the pews? Uh, you know, the pews may become catacombs. I, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that—that's what I'm thinking. Okay, what—what what is this really going to look like when God does decide to resolve
0: it? I would also bring up, um, which I've brought up many times before, the uh, the second inaugural speech of Abraham Lincoln when he was telling the crowd about the about how the horrors of war that happened mm-hmm. during the civil war and the amount of blood spilled uh you know all the clichés brother against brother uh but it was fitting it was a fitting that we should have that many die because of the sin of slavery mm-hmm and that mm-hmm. it's that blood that washes that sin away from us so that maybe now we could be prosperous again. And I yeah. just got to think, how much worse even is it going so to be to pay abortion. for abortion? Because yeah. even if we stopped it today, like which we're getting closer, abortion. Yeah, uh, exactly. we still got a lot to pay for. It's, it's coming. There's going to be a day of reckoning for stuff like this.
1: Mm-hmm
0: and I guess you know Frank Provone uh, father Provone is one of the you know he's the spearhead and we got to see him that way and support him in any way we can and shame on any bishop who's not clamoring to get him reinstated yeah I mean like I said I do not
1: think it's 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 a hyperbole or uh, in any way inappropriate to see him as a modern-day Jeremiah.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't know what else I could say other than more ranting and raving because of how irritated <laughs> yeah, I am too. over the whole thing.
1: <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I, mean, I I was thinking, okay, this will probably be a 20-minute main topic podcast. Yeah, that's what I was
0: thinking. <laughs> it took it's us an hour. kind of a long one. Yeah, we still got news. I got kind of a lot of yeah. news here. The U.S. House Select Committee on the January 6th attack issued a report that they're saying they think uh Donald Trump should be uh prosecuted indicted on criminal charges for something yeah. four criminal bunch tra- of jokers it's just, and it's like this, this is the secular version of what happened to uh Father Pavone
1: it is kind of but it's it's also like it's like farcical it, it, i mean think yeah. like, think of um i don't know do you remember during the um The, the, the second Gulf War, um, and we were like, our, our forces, okay, like, I go back historically, I, I would disagree with the, you know, with maybe the Gulf War, that kind of stuff, okay, whatever. That, but the point that I hear is that we're like, like, sieging Baghdad and Al Jazeera news is saying, like, like reporting We have the infidels on the run.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Does anybody take the United States government any more seriously than that?
0: Yeah, serious. I I mean, really? Far removed from reality. That it just again, it's it's maddening. It's frustrating. Yeah, and it's like, but as we all know, this is about trying to keep Trump from running in. Because
1: Trump is who they're afraid of. And, you know, Trump, he committed the cardinal sin of being an outsider who won. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. you You cannot be. That's why there's Republicans against Trump. Yeah. It's like, I don't care what you stand
0: for. You can't be an outsider. Okay. Well, did you know there were some tornadoes this week? We got a snowstorm really? right yeah. now. But um, it was all across are rare the U.S. This yeah, <clears throat> ongoing tornado outbreak across the U.S. kills three people, injures dozens more, uh, leaves hundreds of people homeless. We We're got New Orleans. New Orleans. New okay. Orleans is where okay. I'm seeing. I wonder if that's all it was is in that area. Like, like they're saying yeah. across the U.S., but I didn't hear about any from anywhere else.
1: But. But this isn't like like because of a landfall of a of a tropical storm or a hurricane or anything like that. This is just local tornadoes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. But Are you burping or, or Hm? I keep hearing you do some kind of weird Like that sound. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that. That's my
1: chair. I'm leaning oh, back and it's squeaking a little chair. bit. Your
0: chair. Okay. I was afraid it was. A... I, I don't know
1: if the mic is picking it up or not. <laughs> yeah, it
0: is. Um, I I was afraid it was like a burp or something. I'm like, All right, maybe we should I, I'm record not later. Used, like
1: a like, prolongated burps or anything. This is just my tra- chair screen.
0: Okay, uh, so the U.S. Senate passed a defense bill that would rescind the vaccine mandate for U.S. military. Really, yeah, but at the same time uh, they blocked a bill or some kind of order that would recall the military members who have already been kicked out because of the mandate
1: that's actually probably a good thing i I, I, I mean I don't mean I, I'd have to think about it to think whether that's a good thing overall, but we know a couple of people who would be affected by that. Oh,
0: yeah, it's kind of a good thing, but, uh... So, that, you know... The fact that, uh, Romney is one of the people who signed on for that tells you that it's bad. (laughs) Um, let's see... Oh, did you hear... Okay, they released a bunch of documents, uh, that... that talked about the, the... JFK assassination. Really? Uh, I didn't
1: know that was even something anybody was thinking about.
0: Well, I remember that Trump promised he would, and then he oh, didn't. really? I don't and remember that. Wow. Okay. I remember that. At the very beginning, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll release all the documents uh, pertaining to JFK assassination. I don't
1: remember that because I didn't care about it.
0: I don't either. But... <laughs> Now, it is very obvious. It's the CIA and the FBI who actually killed him. Hmm. So, now that, we know.
1: That obvious, huh?
0: Wow. Yeah. At least that's what Carl, uh, Tucker Carlson reported. I didn't look at him because, like you, I just don't care. I, I've known yeah. they did this stuff. They've always done this stuff. Why is it Yeah,
1: it's, it's okay. Yeah, CIA is Look bad. what they
0: did to Trump. Mm-hmm. And Trump followers, so... So, another thing that the House voted on, and I don't know if this still has, I guess this still has to go to the Senate, is that they would allow Puerto Rico to have a binding referendum to decide whether they would become an unincorporated territory, a state, or an independent nation. Okay. So, we've never allowed Puerto Rico to have that vote, and now they're going to... To have that vote, or at least so, the house let them. So vote. That they have to vote. Okay. So the idea is that they—they're trying to. They get
1: to decide whether they're going to continue as they are, become a state, or just yeah. break off entirely.
0: Yeah.
1: So if they break off entirely, do they have to give us a, like, give the United States a certain amount of money? Because the, the federal government owns that territory. That's what a yeah. That's what it means to be a territory of the United States.
0: Yeah, I think we just let it go. That doesn't seem quite fair.
1: I mean, I I okay, I mean I, I'm not a fan of the United States government, that, but that doesn't seem
0: quite fair. <laughs> okay. Ronnie said or Vicky said she's headed home. I texted her oh. and said drive very carefully. Yeah. And she wrote back a whole bunch of Z's. Huh? like she's sleeping. I don't is know that, what that means. Is that what that means? Usually when a bunch of Z's mean that you're sleeping. means like, mm, like sawing
1: logs. Yeah. Maybe she just means she's very tired. I don't know. Uh, well, let me know if
0: she gets... I mean, you know... She'll let's be, here. Off, She'd be here. She'll be here soon. the podcast if she gets yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. Hey. We'll find out. Uh, let's see. So, if you look at the way the news reports it, uh, Twitter account... It's, Twitter suspends the accounts of several journalists who reported negative news related to Elon Musk. See, you and I both
1: said we don't think Elon is this paragon of free speech. Right. But on the other hand, I I did hear a little bit about this and the particular accounts that he suspended from what I understand was not that they were saying negative things about him.
0: But yeah, they, they were, were
1: they were doxing him.
0: Yeah, they were doxing him in real time. Yeah, that so, is
1: a little bit different.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they don't.
1: But uh, oh well, would he would he suspend the accounts of like people who were doxing anybody? Probably not. That's see to me that's the that's, that's the, the tell. tell. Yeah, that's where it's like okay, are you serious about this or not?
0: And again, the fact that he won't give. Alex Jones or uh, Owen Schroyer, mm-hmm. their accounts back. It's like, look, I just, I don't think it's that You're, big a deal. You don't get, yeah, you don't get creds. He has done a schools. lot to. He he's I given mean, us some documents, but we knew all that crap anyway.
1: I know. Okay, it's like we know is it now. Sh- we can say we now we can say we can say there's
0: proof of it. So what? But we
1: knew okay. it anyway. I mean, we knew okay. that I they guess, cheated in I guess the election. The thing is now. Now the libs can't, like, argue against us. Against us. Now, but now, they do like, anyway. Now, we're in an argument with somebody yeah. at work,
0: they don't have any rebuttal to it.
1: Well, I but mean... But still, in terms of free speech, yeah, he hasn't earned his creds yet.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, it, it, it reminds me of trying to convince people, hey, they stole the election. They cheated. And they mm-hmm. just refused to accept it. So, uh, what's his name? The Indian guy
1: oh the, the mules Susan.
0: yeah um he comes out with his mules movie and so it's like okay here you got proof and I personally think that's one of 20 ways that they are uh yes cheating. I agree. it's like okay yeah that's that's uh hold on one second i got Vicky hold on
1: mm-hmm. yeah answer that what's, going on? what's going on on Hey.
0: I I don't know which button to press that will let me <laughs> hang up on one guy and not the, everyone.
1: I didn't even realize that I'd lost you.
0: Only a second ago. So, she just. She's like running red lights because, uh. Really? Like. Because, because there's of the snow? people. Yeah, because there's people at the bottom. If there's a light at the bottom of the hill, people are just stuck there.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Wow. So. I hope she gets home soon. I should not have let her drive in this. I should have taken her myself. Oh, well. Well, if worse comes to worse, I can hop in the truck and go get her. All right, so... uh, uh, Elon Musk and all that, whatever. Um, Let's see. University of Washington is forced to turn over aborted baby parts documents in a uh, lawsuit. I guess... The University of Washington had been doing something with the body parts of babies that have been murdered in abortion. Oh wow! And they were acting as if they had some kind of that they didn't have to uh, provide information and in financial oh. records and stuff like that because it's some part of some kind of protected medical thing. And uh, that is no longer true. They have to oh. They have to tell us what they're doing with these baby parties. So
1: that people was, will now know that in addition to being satanic and diabolical and Luciferian, abortion is a huge money
0: making deal. Yeah, yeah. Um there's a Archbishop in Lichtenston who I guess he was scheduled to have a mass for some politicians. Mm -hmm. And he canceled the mass because those politicians had uh, voted to allow same-sex marriage.
1: So he was going to have a mass, like, honoring them or praying for their souls and their conversion?
0: He was going to have a mass more or less honoring them. It was going to be their mass for this whatever. Oh, that's
1: disgusting.
0: And, And he's like, wait a minute, you guys are voting for same-sex marriage. you're not. I'm not going to have a Mass for you. Mm. And he canceled it.
1: Okay, they kind of had it set up as a political thing. Hey, right. have a Mass for us. Okay, like, yeah, sure. And like then, Nancy
0: Pelosi going to, to the Vatican to, to receive communion. Like, okay, and then the
1: Vatican... But, but in this case, it's like if the Vatican says, wait a minute, no way. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, good. <laughs> good yeah. for those bishops or whatever. <laughs> that bishop. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. So there's this, uh, Trudeau had passed, had tried to pass a bill, uh, that would confiscate all these guns. You remember that? In Canada, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, last week, you remember that I had said, or two weeks ago, I had said that Alberta had passed some kind of law saying that they would not allow Trudeau or any other federal uh, part of the government to overstep constitutional laws. Oh right, right. they would stand up to these unconstitutional laws mm-hmm. yeah that violated Alberta and they are standing up to uh, Trudeau on this uh, gun grabbing this bill gun thing. All
1: right, good for them. I wonder if Alberta will end up being, be, you know, instead of yeah. being a province of Canada, will end up being the Republic of Alberta.
0: That would be pretty neat. Yeah, Just that would be like neat. Seeing something like that happen. <laughs> um, California requires Catholics to sign a waiver before receiving communion while kneeling. I, I think uh, I saw, Taylor I heard Marshall about, did that. Something about that. that. Is yeah, about
1: so, that. Here's the thing, Don. I, I heard about that and I heard, uh, I heard about it from uh, Taylor Marshall, but he never did get into the event that precipitated this. Is it, is it like somebody tried to kneel and, and they, like, stumbled and fell into the priest and spilled hood? Because when I go to a Novi Mass, that's why I don't kneel, because I'm old. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not really old. I'm only 50-whatever. Yeah. I'm old, and I feel like, okay... I might stumble and spill a bunch of hosts all over the floor. Well, that's not worth me, you know, making a statement by kneeling. Yeah, you know, I, I I just stopped
0: going to communion at Novi Masses, except at (laughs) Saint Lawrence, because oh, because
1: they have the communion rail anyway.
0: Yeah, he's using the communion rail. Nice. I like whether you kneel or not. You go to the rail. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Yeah.
1: And why not? Uh, all the time.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I don't see any reason not to do that. Of course, in some churches, like at St. Martin's, they took the communion rails out. That
1: is such a travesty. St. Martin's yeah. had a beautiful communion rail, too.
0: Oh, it, yeah, mean, all marble. It's,
1: it, yeah. Is, as long, I and mean, it wasn't fake marble, it Saint was Martin's, real marble. Okay, yeah. that was our childhood parish. I've never seen that communion rail used in my entire life. Right. But the fact that it's like taken away and destroyed or, or whatever it is, is part just of our history.
0: Yeah. And and the thing is that when they did that, um there were a lot of endowments for Saint Martin's to use and a lot of people donated to help um Oh yeah, for the
1: like the upkeep the of the church, restoration. Even, yeah, right. Restorations
0: and stuff, and and all of a lot of these specified. You you can do this. You can use our money. We'll give you money as long as you don't move the tabernacle. Yeah, and that's the that first thing the- they did,
1: and they did that. Yeah, and you know that shows the post Vatican II. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it just shows the spirit They're evil. of Vatican yeah. II. I yeah. mean, if, you, you want to take, oh yeah. Wolves yeah, in sheep's clothing. II. Well, you know what? That's the spirit of Vatican II. That disingenuousness, that dishonesty. They're just that a lack of, of integrity. That's the spirit of Vatican II.
0: That's going to be the name of this podcast. Wolves in sheep's clothing. Uh, wolves in wolves' clothing. Yeah. Clothing. Well, I have a cool picture of a wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was thinking about it yesterday. Um, Ohio urges the city of Toledo to reject proposal using COVID money for abortion. So I guess Toledo was going to use some of their COVID money. What is this COVID money? What does COVID money mean? Destroy all the business in your area, and we'll give you money. That's what COVID money is. <laughs> That's what... Yeah. BS. Uh,
1: so Toledo wants to use it to, to fund abortion clinics.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ohio
1: says, we don't want you to do that.
0: Right. Speaking okay, of Ohio... I mean,
1: okay, here's the thing. So, I mean, I know that, you know, you and I both agree he's just playing a murderer... But is this maybe a, is this put being pushed by Mike DeWine? Is this maybe a, a so. redeeming
0: act? I don't think so. Our uh, legislators are much better than our governor. Than our governor. Okay. Yeah. All right.
1: I, I'm not an Ohioan, by the way, everyone. I'm an Indianan. And yeah. So my governor is, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? I forget. Doesn't matter.
0: It's not Mike Dewine, though. Yeah, not the murderer, Mike Dewine. Um, so, okay, continuing with Ohio, an expected ballot initiative in Ohio will uh, is expected to. I guess I don't know when, but it will put zero limits or restrictions on abortion. Whoa! So, I don't. I don't. I don't know when. I think this was. I think they're trying to sneak it in. And but the Ohio legislators won't let that pass, hopefully. I should hope not. We've already got a nine or, or a heartbeat bill. Yeah. We should be moving in the other direction. Uh, so the amendment will probably appear in the November 2023 general election ballot. Notice they put that in a year that not many people would be voting.
1: So this is a referendum for the people of Ohio.
0: Yeah. And it here's the thing. The church needs to browbeat Catholics to get their asses and vote on this. This is so important.
1: I mean, this is a Father Frank Pavone issue. This is where the bishops have been asleep at the wheel or maybe even contrary to the wheel. Yeah.
0: This is just and, and it's and it could if it happened if they did it on 2024 it, there's no way it would win. But they put it on 2023 when not a whole lot of else is being Nobody, voted on.
1: Yeah. So it's like oh yeah all the people who want this will We go need out to make vote. a the huge deal do, to this. Who should be aware of it and who should be voting against it They'll be asleep, they won't bother to vote because it's a odd year, and so forth.
0: Yeah, every Catholic in Ohio needs to vote on this.
1: Shows you how clever Satan has become, though.
0: Yeah, I know. Sucks. Uh, let's see, where are we? Half of the U.S. governors are urging Biden to end the national COVID emergency.
1: First of There's all, national COVID emergency.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's still <laughs> claiming an emergency. What, what do you
1: mean emergency? I mean, yeah, I, I, was, I was kind of talking to my wife about this because she was like planning to go to this uh, genealogical conference next year. And she said, yeah. "Well, I guess we won't be going there because they've got all these COVID rules set up, Still. and and it includes like if if a particular lecturer wants you to wear masks, you have to wear a mask at their oh, lecture. For heaven, and so it's for it's a, and and I I told her it's like COVID this this whole mask wearing thing and all these COVID things. It's like it's like this LARPing, this live action role playing. It's it's like wearing a mask because you're afraid of COVID." today, now that we know everything that we know, is kind of like wearing chainmail because you might get
0: into a sword fight with someone. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's so
1: stupid.
0: It's crazy. Uh, and, and why are there only half of the governors telling him to do I mean, actually, yeah, I'm why, surprised why aren't any there of them like are.
1: not like 80% of the governors? I mean, because I know there's
0: a few states out there. Because oh, of how I much power. Yeah, it's power. No, it's because of money. And money. money. And money. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Okay, she's home.
1: Oh, good. And how? what about your daughter?
0: Uh, they gave her antibiotics. Okay, but which is what she The needs. problem is she can't keep it down. Oh, really? Maybe they gave her a shot of something while she was there.
1: Yeah, but she still needs to be able to take... I mean, antibiotics, you got to keep taking.
0: Yeah. But if... But if the start of healing doesn't happen because the antibiotics don't get into her system, I don't know, yeah. I hate medical stuff. It is oh. it is a nightmare having any medical problem nowadays. And it's all because of, it's not because of COVID, but it, it stems back to <laughs> COVID. I couldn't find yeah. my scraper. My windows were complete ice. I didn't have gloves. Are you, I mean, you're, all right. What do you mean it smells funny? The car does?
1: Like something's burning funny? You no, know, look at
0: the car right now. Oh, I don't know. Women are weird. You never know what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> it's, I, yeah.
1: It's yeah. so many times I ask my wife a yes no question, and she gives an answer, and I have to say, does that mean yes? Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: It's worse when they ask you a question you really can't figure out what they're asking. (laughs) I I, there's no fire that I know of, so. All right, uh, and let's see my last bit here. Fifty Italian priests declare their homosexuality in an open letter. This is the strangest thing I have ever heard. What What does that mean? I know.
1: I, I what, mean, what does it mean for a priest to declare his homosexuality?
0: What, what if a priest declared his heterosexuality? What would that mean? It's like, yeah, so that, what? You're not. That's I my mean, point. Like, it's like you're what, what
1: does this even mean? It's like, you know, it's people like talk about this. It's like, oh yeah, well, being a homosexual person versus um, versus engaging in homosexual. Well, what does it mean to be a homosexual person? Other than to engage in homosexual acts, right? It's like, okay, what what does it mean to be a serial killer? Oh, I'm a serial killer, but I don't engage in serial killing.
0: Yeah, you, so uh, you're not. What does that mean? What so you're on just earth angry. A does lot. that possibly mean you you are turned on by the sight of blood? Other men. I, I, okay. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, what do you mean yeah, you're I, gay? You're you not. Mean? You can't be gay. You're a priest. Yeah. Unless you're saying I openly uh, fornicate, have sex with other men, sodomize. And, you know, like, like, it's like, okay, so whether they were gay or not, you're not fit for the priesthood.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's I openly engage with sex with other women. I'm heterosexual.
0: Yeah, how priest. does that? Like, I guess oh, it's.
1: Okay, well, you know what? It's you need to bad. exit the priesthood too.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. And yeah, we've this got. This is so stupid. They've got their names 50 priests. Uh, why aren't they laicized?
1: But Father Frank Pavone is.
0: Yeah. This is crazy. I'm
1: telling you this. We are in. I don't think we're in the end times, and you and I have talked about this before. Yeah, I think I think we're in the end times of the beginning times. Yeah, but I really think Father Frank Provone is like he, he, I, you know, I think he really exemplifies where the battle lines are being drawn and which side needs to be concerned about, wait a minute, I'm not on the side of God.
0: Yeah. Every, yeah. I, I think he's, he's showing us where we need to line up. And it's really important that we line up on the right side. Yeah. For the sake of our immortal souls. Well, that's the last of my
1: news. All right. You know, I've got a, a little bit, all of my news today mm, has to do with animals. And I, it's, it's, I kind of like looked through weird news. It's like, there's just nothing going on with weird news. I don't know if it's because it's Christmas season or what, but all of the weird news had to do with animals. Okay. So, first, we've got a coyote uh, got into a basement in Wisconsin. I think this must be, have been a house like under construction. Yeah. Um,. Fallen into the basement, unable to climb out. Um, I, you know, it's kind of funny. I've actually seen some real coyotes in the wild, even loping across my yard when I lived up up in Michigan. You, you know, I and don't think
0: I've ever seen a coyote.
1: They have a weird... I mean, I would not... If they were just standing there, I wouldn't have recognized them.
0: You would have but, thought it was a dog?
1: Yeah, but they have a weird run. They they lope weirdly. It's like that, that. That looks off for a dog, and then later I realized when I was talking to someone, oh yeah, that's a coyote.
0: So do they um, show it running? What's that? Do they show it running?
1: Uh let me see. Let's no, they don't. Got, well, that's a they that's don't? just a Facebook post. No, I don't yeah. think so.
0: Okay. <clears throat> um, have you ever heard a group of coyotes giving chase?
1: No, like chasing after an animal,
0: right? That they're going to kill. What do they sound like? It is the freakiest sound you'll ever hear. Um, wow! Because every now and then, you, if you're like staying at our campsite, um, you'll hear something in the middle of the night. And mm-hmm. the first time I heard it, I thought it was like because we live in this is in an area where there were lots of Indians. There were lots of Indian wars. Um, mm-hmm. I It sounded like a bunch of Indians chasing like like a covered wagon thing. I mean, hundreds of them. That's what it sounded yeah. like to wow. me. That's what well, I, thought I, wonder, that, it, I thought I was hearing the ghosts. I thought I was hearing Indian ghosts. that sound? I bet they did. Because it, it's like, wow, that's scary. It, it sounds do really that. freaky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, sure. Why not? It wasn't you know, kind of until later I think the first time I realized what it was one of us had shot a deer it was bleeding we were tracking it um and it got too dark to be able to track and it's like oh, all right okay. we'll go back so, to camp okay, we got to go back we hear that that night the next day we go tracking it and we can see all the all the tracks of the coyotes given chase and even mm-hmm. tusks of hair where they were were grabbing at the deer and to right. to pull it down and obviously so, you had no more I was deer like worries. oh okay <laughs> they got a fair amount of it there wasn't much meat left yeah so you know, all the meat was gone
1: that, that's kind of weird you know my my son um he, for a long for a few years in the house that I live in now he his bedroom was the basement he was telling me about this like weird sound that he was hearing it was like the I don't know, like a baby crying or something like that. And he he was like really concerned. Like, is there a baby out there or something? And he looked it up on the internet and found out that it was like a fox in heat or something
0: like that. <laughs> yeah, foxes <laughs> sound weird. Foxes sound really weird. Yeah. You know because
1: what? It, it was weird. It was like sp- very specific. Like he was in heat. Or she was yeah. in
0: heat. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. So... Uh, now we have a seal uh, in a South African road being rescued. Um, wrangle a seal that wandered into a traffic and guide the animal back into... It's like the seal right out in the middle of the road.
0: <laughs> I, get, I wonder how far away... I guess they're close so to the weird. ocean. There's a YouTube video. Uh,
1: it says, the, the Cape of Good Hope SPCA Wildlife Department said personnel responded uh, directed traffic one theory I guess they don't know where the seal came from. One theory is that it had swum into a canal and was washed further away by strong currents, or that it was okay. intended to be an unusual Christmas gift for somebody's mother in law. You know <laughs> Okay, so they're 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 theorizing and they specifically bring up the concept of a mother in law as a as the receiver of Christmas gift.
0: Yeah, it's probably for someone's mother in law. <laughs> I, okay. I guess
1: they don't have a very high regard of mother-in-laws in South Africa.
0: <laughs> Here's the thing. I have always wanted a pet seal. I don't I know. even seal's, know why. I, I mean, thought think that, about that sounds like the coolest pet in the world. Yeah.
1: And I mean, think about like the way they train seals, like the way they can use their whiskers to balance balls and that kind of, it's like,
0: yeah. Or, or they press the little balls to make a sound. Or Who could like have they,
1: possibly thought that you could train this animal to do that?
0: Let's train a seal to blow horns like in Tom yeah. and Jerry. Exactly. I've always it's wanted
1: one. It's like the fact that people even realized you could train a seal to do this shows how smart seals are. Yeah. But. Okay, next we have a bear. All oh, of my man. stories are about animals. I hate bears. Uh, stares baggles from a uh, woman's porch. Actually, I think bears are some of the smartest creatures.
0: Yeah. They're like
1: super, uh, I, I, I know they're scary, but I think they're some of the smartest creatures out there. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I, I just. I just have a bear nightmare every time you talk about a bear. <laughs> and know, they're very but, scary. Like, I mean, because when you're in a nightmare, you don't know it's a nightmare. You're just facing it's off like, with a bear. Yeah, a nightmare. This thing Do, is going to put my head in its jaws and just crush it.
1: <laughs> okay, let me ask you this Do you have recurring nightmares?
0: Uh I do but not bear ones. Usually it's a different horror story every time.
1: Okay. What is that? How does that make it recurring?
0: What do you mean? I I said not usually.
1: I know, but you said I do but not bear ones. It's a different horror story every time.
0: It when I'm dreaming about bears, it's not recurring. Oh,
1: okay. 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah. What I mean, I, when I was little I used to have these recurring Nightmares and they were like very consistent. Yeah, yeah I've had. You know, like so. okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. So it's yeah. I I don't know. I I think bears are smart creatures, and I've never had to encounter them, and I've never dreamed about them, which is probably why I still like them.
0: Yeah, I guess so. If you dreamed of getting killed by a bear,
1: yeah, I wouldn't like you them wouldn't anymore. like them as much. You know, I. I have dreamed about. I think the 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 so called horror story, like other than the recurring horror stories when I was a kid, which always involved mm-hmm. ghosts and witches and stuff like that. Um, my horror stories has all have always been falling from high places, and oh. they've always been falling from high places by doing stupid things that I would never do in real life.
0: Yeah, I have plenty of dreams about that, but I always fly. <laughs>
1: well you know here. what I have dreams that's, I have dreams right, where I, fly, I fly and then I have dreams this is weird okay people are going to say they're, they're going to listen to this and say oh this must be indicative of some other problem you must have okay I can assure you this is not a problem I have but I have dreams where it's like I can fly but in my attempts to fly it's like I can't quite sustain flying. You you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, I got it, and then you start sinking. No, 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 a, no. Wait, I'm wait to get no, it back I can't. Again.
1: Wait, I got it. I you know, it's a, I have it, but I don't have it.
0: Yeah, yeah. A, I'll like, go back you know, and forth. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, okay. I you know, people would say, yeah, that's that really means you have another problem. Well, no, I I can assure everybody, I don't have that problem.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about now.
1: Really? Like. Keeping up... Keeping it up? No. Nobody would Peep- think that. Uh, you You know, drunk. I described my dreams to somebody, and, and he clearly thought that.
0: You're drunk.
1: The fact I, that I'm drunk does not mean the, that I'm wrong.
0: The ultimate nightmare, I think, for... I don't know if men have this more than women, but going to work or wherever... And then suddenly realized, oh, I forgot to get dressed today, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody notices. Uh, I'm walking around uh, and everybody's uh, talking to me.
1: I don't, you know, what's funny is that I do have that dream, but it's never at work. It's always back in school. Yeah,
0: because I'm hidden by
1: my desk. It's always wait, wait. I got to get yeah. up from my desk. I don't have any clothes on. How can I possibly get up from my desk when I? I don't have any clothes on, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what? What's weird is that I think the same kind of—I don't. Um, I know that, I, I know that the, the psychologists all have their their theories about the anxieties expressed in these dreams and that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's probably a, a similar kind of thing. I have these dreams where I'm back in school, and oh, I need to go in for this test. Wait a minute. I haven't been in this class a single time this entire semester. How can I possibly take this test?
0: I think it does tell us who you are because... Do you ever have one of those? I've never cared enough. Every test I've ever gone into, I'm like, no, I didn't read it. I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to so fail what? the test. Yeah. That's always been my attitude.
1: I guess, uh, yeah, you know, it must be. So, all right. Anyway. Okay. Uh, my and last story is a kangaroo wandering loose on the on a Missouri road. Here's the thing. Kangaroos are Missouri. like... In, yeah, Missouri. They're, They're in, in like Australia.
0: Australia. That's a big one, too.
1: I thought it would be like on a Sydney road or something like that. But no, Aust- yeah. uh, Missouri. And there's the kangaroos. Like, it's like... Yeah. Think is if that, you were driving along the road and you saw a kangaroo in the middle of the road. What would you do? I would, I'm like, I would stop. I'm in clown world. It's like, wait a minute. I'm I'm going to pull over to the side of the road. I'm going to catch videos of this thing. Yeah. This is weird.
0: Certainly. All right, that is anyway, so weird. So did they know where, did it escape from a zoo or something? Ah. <sighs> At least S&S one local resident Farms captured
1: during this time,
0: Exotic petting believed
1: zoo. to have escaped yeah. from the S and S Farms exotic petting zoo in High didn't Ridge.
0: they ask them? What a, huh? what kind of reporter would not just call them and ask
1: and say, "Hey, did you have a kangaroo escape recently?" I know that's what's weird. Believe I, I think believe sometimes the way escaped. that these stories are written is more of a story than the story itself.
0: I guess so, but. Ben Hooper, whoever wrote this story, should have just called the zoo and said, did you guys lose a kangaroo? And then he yeah. could just say it escaped from uh, the zoo. It
1: says uh, believed Larson said it's believed to zoo. So officials with the petting zoo confirmed that the kangaroo seen on the loose is named Reuben. And he okay, was safely so they returned after why, then, why
0: did they write it that way?
1: I know that's so weird. It's, it's dumb. <laughs> but you know, it's it's kind of, it's like all of my um weird like nonsense stories this this week like the only ones I could find concerned animals. But you know, I got the I, a couple of weeks ago I was thinking about things like um I don't know like how much are animals like mammal brains, like dogs, for example. Yeah. How much are, are they like us except for having a human soul? Except for having an eternal rational soul
0: that can... Yeah, I wonder that too. Because I remember you know, looking like, at a sheep brain and I'm looking mm-hmm. at that and I'm like, that's just a smaller version of a human brain. It looks yeah. the same. I and, mean, ours and, is bigger,
1: but... Like, in terms of like the, how they act, it's like... It's like animals come to expect things in certain kinds of situations. It's like, well, okay, that's just like people do. Do animals also experience humor, for example?
0: That's... I don't think they do.
1: I mean, I don't think they do either, but it's, it's like weird stuff like that. You know, it's like, how much... What ha, is it? Is, how amazing is sense. the mammal brain that God built before even putting a rational soul into human beings
0: right and how much of us is because of the soul and not because of the brain
1: right exactly if, if we didn't yeah, have a soul exactly.
0: what would we have a, a smart chimp you know yeah would he paint pictures or sing songs
1: and like expressions of like emotions and stuff here's what's weird I mean, we think of humans and and primates generally as being more uh more human closer to humans than any other sort of mammal, yeah, but I feel like I see more of the emotional expressions in a dog than I see in a chimp or an ape or anything like that
0: well, yeah, but you don't you don't. Have much experience with chimps and apes, so you know. Okay, like maybe you would see. I guess that's, a, I lot guess
1: that's of a point. If I had a chimp as a pet, maybe I would. Maybe I would say, "Oh wow!" You know, it, <clears throat> that that's that's a good point.
0: That's a yeah. good point. Well, okay. That's Where my are last are story, though. Okay, we're about two hours <laughs> in. It's
1: all about animals this week.
0: Well, folks.
1: Um. Well, hold on. We got a... uh, Oh, we got uh, trivia. We got a trivia. Yeah. Let me see. So, uh, the dice roller came up with three, which is objects and events. And so the question is, in the armor of God, what is the helmet? I have no idea.
0: The armor of God? As in, we put on... The armor of like, God, or God His armor?
1: Yeah, I don't know. In the armor the of God, helmet. what is the helmet? Okay, I, I, I would I guess wanna, like Gilead or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, wow. I, my guess, like would I'm thinking, be, one of the
1: Old Testament like like
0: countries, like areas. No, I don't think so. I think uh, I think that's a New Testament. Okay. Description. And the armor of the helmet is um, charity. Charity? Okay. I could see that. That
1: makes or a lot of sense. Okay, I'm gonna flip the card and see what it says. The answer is Oh salvation. Ephesians salvation the helmet? Ephesians helmet. six seventeen. Okay, I'm gonna go to Ephesians. Ephesians six seventeen. Okay, I'm gonna start with uh, oh, there's this, this is like where like the the verses are like a single sentence is split up in multiple verses, so I'm gonna begin yeah. at the beginning of the sentence, which is Ephesians six fourteen. Stand therefore having fastened the belt of truth around your waist, so the belt is truth, and having Put on the breastplate, breastplate of righteousness, so the the chest protector, the breast protector is righteousness, and having shod your feet with the equipment of the gospel of peace, so peace is the shoes and the protection of the feet. Besides all these, taking the shield of faith, which with which you can quench all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God.
0: I wonder so the if word helmet, of God
1: is the so salvation is the helmet. That's
0: I that's wonder the if, thing that
1: protects the head.
0: If the translation there, like I wonder if the helmet's more like a crown,
1: like the crown of salvation. You because know that makes helmet more sense. doesn't work.
0: It just but, doesn't work. But he's talking about
1: armor and all of these other, like he's, he's discussing the breastplate and the shield and the, the, the feet. You know, he's talking about armor. To me, the, the helmet salvation, I mean, the, the hel- helmet versus crown makes sense because it's an armor. But you're, you're absolutely right. New Testament, not Old Testament. I was thinking yeah. Old Testament, like, like one of the the uh, areas of Israel or the nations surrounding yeah. Israel or something like that. No, you are
0: absolutely right. New Testament there. Well, I still, I don't like the analogy. I don't think it does. I don't think it's a very good analogy.
1: Well, you know, I, what do you want to improve on St. Paul? I'll call him. Call St. Paul. Say, hey, St. Paul, what did you mean here? Let, let's find yeah. a, way, a better way to this express isn't,
0: this. This isn't very good.
1: <laughs> you you messed up okay. yeah
0: the crown would have been better because all those other things help you win but the salvation is what you won
1: the salvation is the prize I know that, yeah. that's the point salvation is the prize
0: and the prizes isn't a helmet
1: are the, the things that help you win the prize
0: there, there might be something about that that we don't understand uh, culturally you know well that's true maybe maybe that's why we don't get it could be oh well okay folks well thanks for listening uh think about what we said and as always go raw
1: circle the beads
0: and uh pray for Father pray Pavone. pray
1: for Father Frank uh Frank Pavone, everyone
0: and donate money if you have money and uh don't Not it, to your
1: bishop, but to priests yeah. priest for life.
0: Yeah. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye, everyone.